I think one of the saddest developments to watch during this lockdown has been the neglect of elderly people in our society. Ground Up has made us more aware of the situation residents of old age homes have been facing since this COVID outbreak. And many of these homes, for some bizarre reason, just haven't received their subsidies from the Social Development Department since as far back as March. At this rate, they may not be able to survive for much longer. Now, Lisa Vetten of the Care Work Campaign and Margaret Krubela of the National Coalition of Social Services Services compiled a report into this and Lisa joins me now with the details. Good afternoon to you, Lisa. Really good to speak after all this time. Tell me, how bad is the situation in provinces around the country in regard to elderly people in old age homes? It varies depending on the province you're in. So if you're in the Free State or Northern Cape, you've got your subsidy on time and things are manageable. If you live in the Eastern Cape, well, as of today, there has been no payment to organizations since the 1st of April. So basically been trying to function now into their fifth month um, without, without the necessary funding. The situation we understand from some organizations is that it's the staff members and staff members' families who are providing food in order to try and keep centers open and to keep people supported in terms of the rights that they are entitled to be supported. Uh, Lisa, of course they are. I mean, but, but I'm wondering why it is that these subsidies have not been paid. It's an historic problem in the Eastern Cape. We can date it to at least 2017. There is always, there is always an excuse. First, it's a new system that doesn't work. Then it's battery acid that leaks that contaminates the building. Then it's having to readjust to a new system yet again because it still doesn't work. Then it's, an, it's a delay and they're getting onto it. Now it's COVID-19. So quite clearly, this is not just a COVID-19 crisis. It's longstanding, and it really does point to the need to look at the Eastern Cape system. I mean, on a more technical note, the other issue that needs to be looked at is the nature of the contracts that they sign with organizations, which give them very little recourse. In fact, they don't even commit uh, a date by which they will pay organizations. So it makes it, all, it can make it very difficult for organizations to even go to court and demand payment because the department is very conveniently left themselves no date by which they have to pay organisations by. Lisa, I was going to ask if these organisations are in such a desperate situation, why they haven't spoken out about this publicly? Many are fearful of being victimised and have been victimised in the past. And, when, and the form the victimisation takes is that they don't get funding. Their funding is sometimes deliberately delayed, whereas other organisations are receiving funding. They don't hear about calls for applications to put in for funding. And they get treated very unpleasantly by um, some staff and departments of social development. I certainly won't say all. Uh, tell me, how should we respond to government breaking contracts of this nature? You know, I think it will depend on the province. I think we need to put a lot of focus and scrutiny onto the Eastern case. I think one must ask the Premier um, to explain, because I think the problem is not just in relation to social development, it's health. But I think we should be that people should be asking the Premier to respond. I think one should also be asking the National DSD to intervene. Because in the end, the provincial department is responsible to national. So national should be able to step in and start demanding some kind of response as to what should be done. But I think there's another issue. And that is, I think, with COVID-19, the severe economic impact it's had. And I think the contributions that people have made to the Solidarity Fund, it's actually turned off the taps for organizations, other sources of income, which is why they are in such a desperate situation because they cannot rely on their usual ways and means of raising funds. 
So the other thing they can do, I think, is urge the president to think about how does he include NGOs within the various stimulus packages that government is coming up with. Because they don't fall under traditional business, so they certainly aren't being thought about in those lines. And there's a need for the corporate sector as well to get involved. So if people want to help, that's what they can do. Focus on the president, ask the corporate sector what it's doing, approach national DSD, write to the Premier of the Eastern Cape. Lisa Vetten, thank you so much for bringing us uh, that important information. She is, of course, a researcher at Wiser, and uh, she's also a PhD fellow right now.